Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the Point 99 podcast, a running podcast for runners by a runner. If you're new to running, I hope to have topics and discussions that will help you along whatever path your journey is taking. Or for any seasoned runners, maybe some stories that will have you empathising with my experiences. Whether it's lessons I've learned during my own journey, embarrassing stories or heartstring pulling moments. I hope you'll stick with me while I try to share some good vibes, motivation and positivity and hopefully we can have a laugh along the way. In this episode, I'm going to take a look back at some of my favourite moments from season one. Truth be told, I'm thoroughly enjoying a well-deserved break after what was a manic first season. 20 weeks of scripting, editing and overall production really does take its toll. But at the same time, I'm ready and raring to go for season two. But before I get ahead of myself, let's go back to where it all began and the bonus episode that kicked things off. The Loch Ness 24. You guys certainly heard a lot about it over the course of season one, especially with the ever-growing cult that is the Who Dropped the Dibber team. But it was, of course, the spark that set the podcast fire ablaze. Only 11 days later, our first episode was released. Throughout the duration of the first three episodes, myself and runnerman Steve tried our very best to give you guys, the listeners, a thorough digest of who we are and our running experiences. From 5k all the way through to marathons. Personally, I absolutely loved the episode where Steve interviewed me. Although looking back, my interview with Steve wasn't quite so good. But as with all things, I think the quality of the show, including the interviews, improved dramatically over the course of the first season. But let's get on to what my true favourite moments of the first season were. And honestly, it was having guests. I absolutely love speaking to people. And yes, there were nerves along the way, but we always got there eventually. Whether it was episode 8, Monroe Bagging Marathon Mermaids, on which I interviewed the amazing Emily and Hannah, who enjoyed the occasion so much that they now host their own podcast, The Adventure Blether. So if you don't already, I would highly recommend you take a jump over, give them a follow and have a listen. Does Spider-Man give you uh, some good or bad flashbacks, uh, Emily? Do you know, it was one of those things, I mean, I loved it when I was listening to the podcast uh, before and you mentioned it and I thought, <laughs> oh my God, th- this is one of these things where the world is so small because I'm going, me and Steve must have been near each other because Very I had close. Spider-Man too. Yeah. Um, and Spider-Man had a bit of a gut and, you know, and the, 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 <laughs> this, this suit was like half like across the other side of his face. I mean, he must have been sweating. I mean, good on these people. I can barely run in a vest and shorts sometimes. But um, yeah, that was towards the end that I saw him and I thought, no. Episode 8 is actually our most listened to and downloaded episode. And again, as I always do, listening back, I think things sounded so much more natural. But that could be, of course, because myself and Hannah have known each other for a long time. The conversation and questions flowed just like the rivers that these crazy ladies submerged themselves in. And even though I've now met them both, I can't wait to spend more quality time with Emily and Hannah. With Emily being a founding member of the Who Dropped the Dibber team, 
and Hannah ever-present on her journeys through Scotland. But where one Hannah featured in episode 8, another Hannah kicked things off in episode 6. Our first guest, Hannah Gifford. Rightfully so, this is another one of my favourite moments from season 1. Both Hannahs are currently fighting it out for the top spot of our most downloaded and listened to episodes. And it might just be me being biased here, but they were both awesome episodes. Getting Hannah on as our first guest was actually Runnerman Steve's idea, but what a fantastic guest she was. We only skimmed the surface of her story, but maybe, just maybe, she might be making a return in future episodes. We learnt a lot from Hannah, including what not to do in your first, second or third marathons. Um, In 2014, a a family member passed away. And and at that point, I'd said to myself, right, I'm going to do something. I want to do some fundraising. I'm going to do the London Marathon. How hard can it be? I think I must have been 20 at the time or 19. And I thought, I'm young. I play netball three times a week. This is going to be a breeze. So I stupidly and I will use the word stupidly decided to turn up on the starting line having done no training for the (laughs) London Marathon (laughs) in 2015 oh god and it was a it was honestly the most magical day of my life but it was probably the most painful day of my life at the same time I just thought I was young I was fit this was going to be a breeze. How hard is running 26.2 miles? Like, come on, this is going to be easy. But it it wasn't so easy. It goes without saying that training for a marathon is incredibly important. So please don't take anything that Hannah said on how she kicked off her marathon journey as sensible training advice. But boy, how far she's come. With our main chat with Hannah being about the Tokyo Marathon, we saw how close she had come to beat her goal, battling high temperatures and poor event management, but ultimately falling just short. But like the phoenix that rises from the ashes, Hannah left our chat and set off for Boston, where she absolutely smashed her goal, picking up another major as she did it. With one final major to go, Hannah's remaining ever positive and motivational. And as with all our guests, we can't encourage you enough to follow their journeys, showing them the support that the entire running community deserve, but especially the legends that agreed to come and speak to us. But what episode rounds off the third spot of our top three? And of course, it's another guest, this time in the form of another podcast host, Ryan Miller of the Press Play and Run podcast. A lot of these distances have been firsts for me. So see, when I'm getting to them, the notion of thinking you can go further. It was, I think, it, do you know what it was? It was the 18 miler. I did the 18 miler and I just thought, I don't have a chance that I can run Especially significantly so further. Uh-huh. I was burst at the end of that run. But the following week or two weeks later, I did 20 and felt a million times better doing 20 than I did doing 18. And now I'm knocking these kind of runs out and I, it's your mindset has to change. Ryan's episode was, of course, the penultimate episode of season one, episode nine. 
where we discussed all things Edinburgh Marathon. Because after all, that was going to be Ryan's first official marathon. And boy, did he absolutely blow it out of the water. Although I feel he may have given himself dehydration-induced concussion. Where we covered the amazing training and build-up that Ryan had had towards the marathon. He has since had an episode hosted by one of his previous guests, Alison Jardin, over on the Press Play and Run channel, where he thoroughly covers everything that happened to him over the duration of the weekend. Alongside Emily, I'll be meeting up with Ryan very soon at the Loch Ness 24. But I did have the privilege of meeting the awesome guy himself before the start gun of the Edinburgh Marathon. I do, however, feel I need to give a shout out to our other amazing guest of season one. From episode 10, our final episode, Community Spirit with LDN Steve. We are still seeing regular downloads and listens to that episode. But unfortunately, it was a bit of a monster and I feel that might be putting some people off. But if nothing else, I would highly recommend skipping to the interview where Steve proves why he's such an awesome guest, motivational member of the running community, and all-round awesome guy. I guess in terms of the the pacing and like seriously, seriously, my first person was uh, Coach Lloyd, and that was when he had his uh, short stint over launching the Battersea Run Club, which is now run by Intersar on a Thursday, I think fortnightly on a Thursday, uh, where they do a community 5K. And one of the weeks, they didn't have any paces. So Nike groups usually have a couple of paid paces turn up where the shirt will take a slow group and a fast group or a better word for slow, but you, you know what I mean. Is it a sexy pace? There you go, to Nick Pure Sports words. Sexy pace or a bit pace, yeah. And there was no Tom Dickinary there. And he just, he kind of uh, just looked at me. He was like, right, Steve, you can lead the guys around on a five k, twenty five minute five k around Batsy Park. Go, and I was like, All right. <laughs> like, so that, it just like it was. It was as straightforward as that. Like without exaggeration, I was like, okay, I'm like um, fine. And and when I got round, I think I did it in. I don't mean, I have to pull the run up on my phone, but it wasn't far out. It was maybe twenty five minutes and fifteen seconds, and it was dumb luck. But something like lit in my head. I was like. Oh, mate, I quite like doing this. I like the responsibility. Yeah. I like, okay, it's like, it's, it's funny how that happens, right? You know, Coach Lloyd showed a bit of faith. And of course, I need to really give a big shout to my partner in crime for season one, Runner Man Steve. Unfortunately, Runner Man Steve has had to take a step back from the podcast for the time being, but hopefully we may see his return in future episodes, if not in future seasons. But until such a time, If it comes, all I can do is thank runner man Steve. He brought not only a much needed chaos to the podcast, but also a lot of laughs along the way as well. So what's next for the hosting of the podcast? Well, even though I've had fantastic offers of assistance from not only a Celtic brother in the form of a Welshman, but also a super fit Mexican senorita, I'm going to try and fly solo just for a little while. And if it doesn't work, I can always fall back on those awesome offers. If nothing more, it may give me the opportunity and flexibility to run the podcast as a weekly show. But there's no promises just yet. I'd also like to take the opportunity to thank all the amazing listeners who answered the poll over on Instagram. Many of whom who responded with awesome comments encouraging me to go as a solo host. So thank you very much for the encouragement and trust. 
Season two is going to bring so many new opportunities, hopefully including the previously mentioned merchandise, but also developments to the 99 Club. I'm already well on my way to getting a Discord server launched, a platform that will give listeners of the podcast a space where they can not only converse in text, but also via audio. Over coming weeks, you may also notice some changes to the graphics, as I try my best to use the Instagram platform more effectively. There are a lot of missed opportunities in season one, and constant changes not only to the graphics, but to how we portrayed ourselves. But with some of the lessons I learned over the course of season one, hopefully I can move forward and make an even stronger season two. Guest-wise, well... For the eagle-eyed amongst you, you may already have noticed some announcements, including some of the new graphics. But if you haven't already seen them, I will be joined in episode one by my friend and the ever-awesome Emma Joy, otherwise known as Lipstick and Trainers. Emma has previously been a guest on the What The Fartlet podcast, but hopefully we can cover some of the topics that are at the forefront of her current adventures as well as revisiting her experiences alongside myself at the inaugural Loch Ness 24. And with the announcement of a season starter, I've also announced the finale guest, someone whom I mentioned alongside Emma on numerous occasions throughout season one. The always inspirational and ever-magnificent Omar Stanley Pasodas, or to use his Instagram handle, Omar Runs Napa. I can't lie, I'm looking forward to speaking to both awesome guests for two completely separate reasons, but boy are they gonna be fantastic. But sandwiched between episode 1 with Emma and episode 10 with Omar, I'll be fitting in the previously mentioned Mexican Senorita. So season 2 is definitely going global. It does, however, mean I still have seven episodes to finalise, but I have a long list of guests that have confirmed that they're happy to come and speak to me. Whether here in the UK or over on the shores of the United States, I'm sure I'll be able to fill the remaining spots. And of course, in the build-up to this year's event, I will of course be hosting the Loch Ness 24 team. The crew from Trainer Armour and Fresh from his time with the What The Fartlek podcast Craig from Runner. So actually, in reality, I only have four episode guests to finalise. But as with the question that I put out on Instagram, who would you like to hear from? And although the email cherry has now been popped by Personal Al, who has officially claimed the title of our biggest fan and more than just in his height, you can still drop me an email at thepoint99podcast at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can also drop me a direct message at either the Point 99 podcast Instagram page or directly to myself at Mr. underscore Steve underscore runs. Finally, and to wrap things up, just a quick reminder for anyone who hasn't already entered our amazing giveaway. To be in with a chance to win not only a entry into this year's Loch Ness 24, either for a solo or team entry, but also some amazing runner merchandise and a couple of packs of toe and heel protectors from the team over at Trainer Armour. Hop on over to our Instagram page, make sure you're following ourselves and the Loch Ness 24 pages, like the post to do with the competition 
then tag two friends in the comments and that's you done. In order to bag two bonus entries, follow the runner page and trainer armor pages. That'll get you your first bonus entry. Or for your second bonus entry, follow myself and runner man Steve. Entries close at midnight on Thursday, the 29th of June, with one lucky winner being selected at random on Friday the 30th. But otherwise, that's all for me for now. Keep an eye on our Instagram page for more information on not only the 99 Club, but also the dates for the coming Season 2 launch. Until such a time, I'm going to enjoy getting myself back out and running both on short and long distance, as well as throwing myself into the shed for some much needed strength and conditioning. And also to the delight of both Emily and Hannah, I'll continue with my dipping. So until you hear from me next, take care, enjoy your runs and you'll hear from me soon.